Hello, and welcome to This Week in Yoga. My name is Erin Lanzi. I am a yoga teacher. I'm a mom, and I'm the host of this little podcast. I have to confide in you all that today is really a little bit wild. We have friends over. Um, The kids have friends over. We found a snake in our house. And um, what else happened? Oh, a jam jar just fell on the floor in there, so there's some glass. And I guess this was the moment I chose to come and record my yoga podcast. Anyway, it's part of my, um, what's the word? Part of my aim in doing this podcast is just to simply show up every week, whether it's for five minutes or 20 minutes or whatever, but just with my my whole um, wildly, you know, normal human self. So here I am snake and shattered glass and all. So uh, welcome. I'm glad that you're here. Um, And just so you know, if you're new, this is a podcast that accompanies my yoga teaching throughout the week. So this is where I kind of talk and I get to explain things and I get to explore things mentally, intellectually, emotionally, get to kind of reflect and process. And the mat is where we kind of get into the body. So this is the brain part of the practice. I'm glad that you're here. Welcome. Thanks for listening. And I hope you enjoy the show. Okay, so all month long, we've been talking about transitions. And this is May 2021. And what inspired this topic for me this month was just the fact that we are, as a global community, transitioning through the end of the COVID-19 pandemic. So that's a massive leap. It's a massive transition. It's a process. It takes time. And I think a lot of times when we are in big transitions, it can kind of spark little changes and, you know, micro transitions in ourselves, in our own lives. So for example, I've been really surprised at how many people I have known who have chosen this pandemic as a time to move. They are, they've decided a different location. They're packing up, loading up, changing jobs, moving houses. Half the people on our street have moved during this pandemic. And uh, so that's just one, one little example. And maybe that has happened because people have gotten restless. Maybe it's just the housing market. I don't know. But I'd be curious to know if this kind of big, this massive pause that has happened, and then the follow-up major transition out of that pause has caused any restlessness in you? Has it sparked any transition in you? So we've been talking about all that. That's just kind of an an overview for what inspired the topic. Um, And I talked about forced transitions, times that we feel pulled and like we are tethered to someone else's plan. I also discussed times when we choose our transition and we are more proactive and we do the deciding and the, and the shifting and the changing. And so this week is our final week talking about this. Next week is still May, but I have a different topic for, for next week um, to address Mental Health Awareness Month. So this is our last week talking about transitions, and I wanted to provide you with a very short, sweet, simple transition toolkit. So the, these are just three things that I find really valuable, really useful when you're in the middle of a transition, a change, whether it's big or small. It might be a transition from your home to work, and for whatever reason you're anxious. It may be a transition into a new job or a new town or a new home or a new stage of life. Uh, It could be anything. And I find that these are some things that really come in handy. 
and help remember some of the stuff that I've shared over the month. So the first one in the transition toolkit, and I just want to say all of these things are ways of creating your own stability. Transitions can be disorienting, they can be jarring, they can be unnerving and unsettling. Even when they're exciting, they can sometimes cause excited anxiety. Um, And so these are all ways to create your own stability in the midst of transitions. We have a lot more control than we usually think that we do. So the first one is finding space for a ritual or routine. Even if your life is a complete upended mess, you can carve out, even if it's just a few minutes a day, where you participate in, where you create a ritual or a routine that fe- that you feel grounds you, settles you, calms you, comforts you. It might be anything. Maybe it's the way that you prepare your breakfast in the morning. Maybe you listen to a news briefing in the morning and make your breakfast. And maybe that's something you've always done that really grounds you and anchors you in your day. Um, I'm thinking of a time when my family was in Uh, it felt like a major transition. Our kids were one and three and we were just moving across town. But I was a stay-at-home mom at the time and I was with them all day long and I was so anxious to get everything moved into the new house. And Ben was at work all day and I remember this one day in particular, I was so fed up. I couldn't get anything done. It's like they were just... I don't need to say anymore. You understand. It was impossible to get anything done in terms of this move. And it just drove me crazy that this empty house was sitting over here and I had the keys and I could not get a single thing moved in. And I remember going through, it was several hours of work to get the kids in the car and to load up the trunk full of stuff. And I thought, I'm just going to get one load taken over. And I ended up getting one box of clothes hangers settled into the new house. (laughs) And I just couldn't stop thinking about how much there was to do and how much I couldn't accomplish and how stuck in the middle I was and how exhausted I was. And if I had kind of taken some of that energy just to choose a little ritual or a routine for myself, maybe if it was loading up the stroller, making myself a tea and just pushing them around the block one time so that I could let go of some of that massive to-do list that was in my head involving the move. Oftentimes what happens is that the things that seem so important that we get done right now or the things that feel so uncertain, they fall by the wayside when we find an anchoring and grounding ritual or routine. And I'm not making that up. I I mean, it doesn't really come from any sort of science either. It comes from my experience. I said this in the last episode, please don't ever confuse me with anybody, uh, you know, trained in psychotherapy or even psychology or um, any, there's no science to back any of this up. This podcast is strictly about my experience and my <laughs> life, life wisdoms that I like to share because I think that they're useful. So anyway, if I could redo that time, I think I would have focused on just a, 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 a soft, a gentle routine to work into my days rather than scrambling start to finish to get moved into the new house. Really looking back, there was no rush. We had plenty of time, but I put so much stress on myself by feeling like I had to get get as much as possible done every day. 
And really, it would have benefited me and my kids and everybody if I could have just slowed down just a little bit, some kind of little routine. So I've brainstormed a few examples. Taking a short morning walk with either with listening to nothing or find some kind of an uplifting podcast or some uplifting music that you like. And just even if it's just a couple of um, blocks, just a morning walk. Maybe you get up an, a half an hour earlier than usual and make yourself your coffee or your tea or something nice to eat or drink and have a little morning meditation or prayer time. Um, or maybe it's a wind down routine. Maybe at night you take a little bath, maybe do a little you know salt scrub on your feet or something and text with a friend. They're so simple. They don't need to be massive self-care routines. Just something grounding and stabilizing that you know you can look forward to. And you know it's going to be the same every day. And it will be the same every day because you're the one in charge of it. (laughs) Even though you might not be in charge of how much you can get to your new place or whatever. Um, You can be in charge of that routine. Okay, so that's tool number one. Tool number two is to remember your whole self. So when we're in the middle of transitions, it's very easy to get stuck in our heads. It's really easy to get stressed out and overwhelmed. Um, For me, it's also really easy to get sentimental and emotional. And so that's a lot going on. So I would bring in the other couple of um, holistic aspects of yourself, your body and your breath. These two things have the ability, they have the capability, and this is science, by the way, to ground us and anchor us and to stabilize us in terms of mood and mental processing and um, mental busyness and anxiety. Okay, so for the breath, your breath is a constant thing. It will always be there as long as you're alive. Your breath is there. Your breath can also tell you a lot about what's happening in your whole mind-body mechanism at any given moment. And when we're in the middle of a stressful transition or an anxiety-inducing moment, your breath is likely able to tell you that. Oftentimes it's short, it's fast, it's shallow. Um, And just by intentionally slowing and deepening the breath, we don't need to do any special breathwork tricks. You don't need to know anything special. All you need to do is become really intentional and aware of your breath watch your breath. I mean, watch it, watch it as if it's that Netflix show that you're binging on. I mean, watch it with that much rapt attention. Just watch the in and the out, the slow inhale, slow exhale. And over time, what happens, not over, not over much time, I'm talking like over seconds, what happens is that your breath naturally, as it is watched and tended to, it will begin to slow down and it will begin to deepen. And if you're in my classes, we talk about this all the time. We talk about it all every single week on the mat. This is how we get centered for class. So it's the exact same thing. So if you just take a moment each day when you're in the middle of a transition and dedicate even two minutes to mindful breathing you'll remember that not only is that breath there as that steady undercurrent in your life, but it's also something that you usually have complete control over. And when you can regulate your breath and slow and steady the breath, equal inhale and out and exhale, your whole mind-body system is nourished by that. And um, it's just a it, it's a it's a lovely little constant that you can nurture and touch base with again and again and again. 
And then body is the other thing. So yoga is what I would propose during transitions. Yoga is not just a physical exercise, a physical practice. It's a mindfulness practice. It's a meditative practice. So coming into the here and now over and over again as part of any yoga practice. And so if you can step on your mat and do five minutes of of yoga, um, it will really help. If your mind is here and now, guess where it isn't? It's not in the past and it's not in the future. It's not on the thing that you're leaving or the thing that you're going toward. It's right here and right now. And most of the time in the here and now, there isn't any crisis. Usually everything in the here and now is, it's good. It's all good. It's equilibrium. We just got to be here to see it and acknowledge it and soak it in. So there's the mindfulness piece. There's also the body piece, the um, you know the actual effect that the physical postures have on our mind, body, spirit. And during times of transition, I would recommend really grounding poses, rooting down, grounding, floor work. I would like think squat, um, downward facing dog, child's pose or forward fold. You can also do this. I'm not even sure the name of it, but you do a forward fold, but with your hips, with your, your bum against the wall and you step your feet a little further away from the wall and just hang forward with your bum against the wall. And so that provides a lot of support and it makes it easy to just kind of dangle and let it all go. It's also a really anxiety balancing and calming pose. Okay, so face forward, face down, groundwork, floor work poses, um, and then that, that touching base with the breath. So there's another tool for you. Finally, there's a third tool, and these are little um, words of comfort that you can say to yourself mentally um, or out loud to bring yourself back to center. I created three that I like. Uh, but you could say anything. It could be any sentence, any little uh, phrase uh, that you find brings you back to center, brings you to the here and now, comforts you, or helps you feel anchored in the present. So my examples are, this will pass, which sounds kind of cliche, but it's of course true. Whatever, whatever moment we're in, it will pass. It's not permanent. Okay, so when you notice that you're kind of getting carried away in the transition and you're kind of losing it, you need something to bring you back to center, nice deep breath, and exhale and think to yourself, this will pass. This is not permanent. That'd be another one. Okay, the second phrase I thought of is here and now. Here and now, Erin, here and now. And the third one is I have options. If you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling stressed, if you're feeling like maybe this wasn't the right choice, remind yourself, I have options. I'm not stuck. I always have options. So those are the three tools. And I'll be really honest, I haven't used the word mantra because I haven't really researched and looked into mantra very much. And I want to make sure that I am using that word appropriately if I use it. And so that's why I am sticking with um, kind of centering phrases to bring yourself back to center. Okay, so to recall, to recap, the three tools in your transition toolkit are number one, 
a daily ritual or routine. Number two, remember your whole self by including breath and body work. And number three, a centering phrase or affirmation to bring yourself back to center. That's all I've got for you on transitions. I hope that you found it useful. I would love to hear your feedback. You can send me an email anytime. It's Erin at ErinLanzi.com. And I will for sure absolutely reply. So let me know. I would love to hear your feedback on this transition toolkit. And if you have more to add, I would love to hear those as well. This week in yoga, we're practicing on Sunday evening from 7 to 8 p.m. on Zoom. That's self-care yoga. That would be exactly what I'm talking about in this podcast. That would be floor work, real gentle kind of grounding, anchoring type of gentle movement and breath work. So if you're in the midst of transition, feel free to join me. I would love to have you. Um, And that's 7 Central on Zoom. I also practice on Wednesday mornings, 9.30 a.m. on Facebook Live. That's a slow and steady vinyasa. That's a donation-based class. Come and practice and dedicate your time, your energy, your practice, of course, to yourself and to our human collective. But if you can contribute financially, um, all all donations from that class go to Iowans for Immigrant Freedom. So I would love to have your practice and your support in that group. Um, Other than that, please subscribe to my email newsletter. I keep everybody informed with everything that we have going on. I share a very short reflection that I hope will help to feed you and nourish you during the week. I send those every Friday and um, I also include updates about my subscriber resource page where I keep lots of free practices and free yoga tools and um, I love to send along any little yoga gifts that I can to help people access and benefit from this practice of yoga. So hop on my mailing list. You can go to my website, www.erinlanzi.com, and there should be a plethora of ways for you to get on my list. If it's confusing, I'm failing you big time. Um, Also, another announcement just popped into my head. There's a free class. It's coming up on May 30th, next Sunday evening. So one week from today, from the recording of this podcast, it's a Sunday evening self-care yoga class. When you're over at my website, you will find the link to that as well to sign up for that free class. So I hope that you join me. That's happening three times in 2021. So in the next one, I think is September or October. So please come and join me. It is sure to be Um, a lovely and soothing, centering, calming time. I think that's it. You know, this podcast came out pretty smoothly. I think maybe, you know, I should choose these snake in the house moments more frequently as times to sneak upstairs and record my podcast. (laughs) Thank you all for listening. So lovely to have your ears and your energy and your attention here today. Um, Yeah, I think that's it. Take really good care. Bye-bye.